Hello, everybody, and welcome to the TSG Podcast with your host, James Green. Happy Friday, everybody. I hope everyone has an awesome Friday. I'm really excited to do this. I got some awesome content for you, ladies and gentlemen. Today, I've been talking about Steam is not going to let you play games if you're under 13 years old. What kind of bullshit is this? Also, Europe is promising to bring in free Wi-Fi. Free Wi-Fi, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be talking about that, and there's going to be a whole bunch more. So sit back, relax, get geeked, get excited. Let's go. We're going to start with this one. So if you're not at least 13 years old, Steam asks you not to sign up for their service. According to the Digital Trends, Steam is trying to put up a barrier for people who may be too young to play games on their platform. But thanks to Internet Archives, we can show you guys the before and after for the subscriber agreement. Before, it says, quote, You become a subscriber of Steam subscriber by completing the registration of a Steam user account. This agreement takes effect as soon as you indicate your acceptance of these terms. And now they added this new clause in there that says, quote, You may not become a subscriber. If you are under the age of 13, Steam is not intended for children under 13, and Valve will not knowingly collect personal information from children under the age of 13. End quote. So what the fuck is going on here? What do you mean by this? It goes on. So there's speculation going around as to why Valve made this sudden change into their clause for the Steam subscriber agreement. So they could be trying to avoid regulatory fines. So under the FTC's Child Children Online Privacy Protection Act, or COPA, it says, quote, imposes certain requirements on operators of websites or online services directed to children under 13 of, a, of age and on operators of other websites and ser or services that have actual knowledge that they have collecting information on information online from a child under the age of 13 so the reason going what's recently happened is there have been several toy companies out there that have been fined for tracking online activity from children who are under the age of 13 so this is more like a a preemptive decision from valve saying okay these toy companies have been fined for this so we can remit stop not get fined from uh, tracking these kids. We're going to for now saying, okay, if you're under 13, you can't, you can't do this. You cannot do this. So it makes sense. It's not, they're not saying, no, we do never want kids on our platform. You just, it's because of this law. They don't want to get fined. So, Hey, they're like, Hey, I'd rather you not be on here than get fined. However much money it is probably in the hundreds of thousands or in the millions. And they don't want to lose money like that. Understandable. It's understandable. I'm not mad about it. It's just, I bet you if they ask for permission, then the parents will like will sign in on there with their information, but let their kids get on. And the kids want to buy a game, they have to ask permission and some. So there's that workaround to where kids can play games on Steam with just on their parents' account. So 12 year olds, ask your mom and dad to make one for you so you can play games maybe they'll be nice they'll probably ask you you better eat your vegetables first before you can do it 
But try it and see what happens. I don't want you guys to not play these games just because of this. So get like an older brother, your parents or your older brother, older sister, older cousin, aunt, uncle, whoever you can find to make you one so you can game to your heart's content. All right, that's my thoughts on it. Move it on. So Euro promises free Wi-Fi, internet, faster internet at home, and 5G. According to Android Authority, the European Commission has been pretty busy lately, not just dealing with the post-Brexit incident, that whole bullshit, but they got a new 120 million euro grant. And with this grant, the EU plans to provide free Wi-Fi in every EU town by 2020. They also want to make sure that by the year 2025, 5G is fully deployed across the continent and every European household has an internet download speed of at least 100 megabits per second. Now, this is fucking awesome. I wish the United States could do something like this where it just implements this throughout the whole country. So no matter where you are in the country, you get free Wi-Fi, fast internet at your house, and 5G. That's a steal right there. But I highly doubt. I highly doubt the U.S. is going to do this. I highly doubt it. But we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. So... Another plan that the EU has got up their sleeve is they want to provide faster broadband connection with the download speeds of 100 megabits per second to every home in the EU. So this might be a, a this will be a challenge considering that the fact at the time of the 2016 EU Digital Progress Report came out, only 71% of the EU had access to a next generation access connection. That promises speed of 30 megabits per second. Only 71%. So there's a bunch of people out there that don't have access to the internet. Oh my god, this needs, this needs to be fixed. They also have another interesting proposal going on out there. It revolves around copyright and privacy issues. As we all know, the EU is very adamant about that been in numerous articles about that with other companies from here in the u.s they are like super sensitive about their uh residents privacies over in europe so what the eu want is to overhaul all of europe's copyright rules and they want to empower journalists publishers and authors in their country so in theory this sounds like a dream come true but Real-life impacts are dubious, to say the least. So the purpose, the proposed change is similar to these laws in, in Germany and Spain where search engines have to pay when they show article snippets. So I'm guessing search engines have to pay the publishers, the journalists, and authors to show if they want to show a snippet of their, of their work. You have to pay us. That you have to pay me, search engines, to put my stuff up there so but ironically however publishers are likely to suffer in the end because this leads to fewer snippets because the companies aren't going to do that if they have to pay which means less clicks for us less traffic for us and less money for us so search engines like google clearly aren't happy with this at all but it gets worse from there this newly proposed copyright direct 
directive will insist that video platforms, quote, have an obligation to deploy effective means such as technology to automatically detect songs or audiovisual works which right holders have identified and agreed with the platforms either to authorize or remove. Meaning, Google will be required to screen every single video before it they, they upload it to their site. Which means that's extra work on Google's part, and I'm pretty sure they really don't want to do that. Which sucks. It really does suck. I don't know why they're going. So, it, I'm still excited that by the year 2020, the EU is going to have, the European Union, all the countries in Europe are going to have free Wi-Fi, which is fucking awesome. Except for a certain country that just had to leave. Yes, I'm talking to you, the UK. You left at the wrong time. So you're not going to enjoy free Wi-Fi. You're going to have to implement that on your own. I still love you, Britain. I love you, but you kind of fucked up with that Brexit, man. You fucked up. You fucked yourself. You fucked yourself out of getting free Wi-Fi. Suffer. But I still love you, though. <laughs> Moving on. So there's this a teenage hacker. He figured out a way to get free data on his smartphone, which is fucking amazing. The young man is named Jacob Ajit. He's 17 years old, and he just hacked his way to getting a free data, presumably that he will do whatever teenagers do online, whatever one they want to play games, get on social media, stream movies and TV shows without alerting his parents with overage fees. So whatever he wants to do, he could do it for free now. Or quote, honestly, I just investigated this out of curiosity and to learn a bit how these networks can, are configured. T-Mobile will likely fix this issue, but I'd wanted to share my findings with the community in the meantime. So according to his Medium post, he made this discovery while playing around with a prepaid T-Mobile phone with no service. It was still connected to the T-Mobile network, although it would only take him to a T-Mobile portal asking him to renew his phone plan. And for some reason, though, he wrote that his speed, his internet speed test app still works, though, even though it's on their servers. But that's strange. So he figured out that he was able to access media sent from any folder labeled slash speed test uh, possibly because t-mobile whitelists media files from speed tests regardless of the host and so in theory he want by setting up a slash speed test folder on his own site he filled it with a bunch of media like music and videos and all that stuff so that way he can have access to it and then he creates a proxy server that allows users to access any site with this method. Method. So all a T-Mobile user has to do is go go to the proxy server, enter your URL to whatever website you want, and you're good. You get it for free. Uh, a quote from Ajit says, "Just like that, I now have access to data throughout the T-Mobile network without maintaining." any sort of formal payments or contract 
Just my phone's radios talking to the network's radios, free of any artificial shackles. So that's fucking awesome. So one of the motherboards uh, reporters, and he's also a T-Mobile customer, Lorenzo Fenseci Bishirari. Sorry if I butchered the name. He turned off his data to try this out for himself, but it didn't work. It could be possible that the workaround only exists for prepaid phones, which I'm guessing his was not a prepaid phone. Uh, maybe T-Mobile fixed the issue already, or Ajit thought what whatever Ajit thought was happening wasn't. We don't know. All we had was his testimony that he what he did, so no one really knows what's going on. But what I love about this kid is that he he followed his curiosity with technology. He wanted to know exactly how these networks are configured for these phones, and he found out. And through his um, through his journey of learning, he found a way to get free data. Which I hope he doesn't go to jail for this. He's a kid. I don't. It's not like he was trying. Like he had malicious intent. He's like, you know what? Fuck these bills. I want it for free, and went in. No, he was just curious. He's just a curious kid. I don't think he went to jail though. I don't think so. I don't think he I don't think he's in trouble. But I'm pretty sure T-Mobile at this time got it fixed. They resolved it, and now suddenly you can't get free data no more like that. But judging how smart these people are out there with computer networks and everything, I'm pretty sure they'll find another hole somewhere to exploit to get free data. Says we can only do so much to be secure. I would. I wish it was a way to be a hundred percent secure for all of our network systems, but doesn't seem like it's possible at this time. But we can only dream. We can only dream. All right, one more, guys. One more. One more. So drone surfing, it's a thing now. So at first it was like it was a hobby thing. We get to just fly around the park. Then it turns you can race these things and when hundreds of thousands of dollars to be in first place and now you can surf with them according to digital trends free uh, a western western washington base freely recently shot a drone surfing video that demonstrates the power of its heavy duty alta 8 octocopter which the company has designed to carry the largest cinema payloads on the market or pretty much any object weighing up to 20 pounds. So this water-based fund doesn't come cheap. It's not cheap with this kit, though, because their machine will set you back $17,500. Damn, that is expensive drone. That drone is expensive as fuck. That is probably the most expensive drone I have ever heard of in my life. Yes, a kite would be cheaper or to pay maybe a few hundred bucks to have a sail and just be uh, just surf that way, but it might be a less fun. This one might be better, but I better save seventeen grand to do this, or get it as a gift from somebody. I don't know when the fuck that happens. So, so the drone surfer in this video. Takes a sprint to get started, but once he's on the water, the octocopter takes him all around and 
along in a distant clip. So it's I've seen the video and it looks really dope. It looks like a lot of fun. But then again, I saw another video where you don't you can surf on the water without a drone. Because there's like another surfboard where it has a motor in it and it kind of like how jet skis work, but without but you can stand and not sit. It looks really cool. I really want this. I really want to go out in the water and test this myself. It looks so fucking dope. So despite a few posters on Freely's Facebook page doubting the uh, doubting this authentic- authenticity, the company's creative director Hugh Bell insisted to Mashable that the video and clips are indeed 100% real, adding that ALTA that the Alta I'm gonna, I'm gonna call it Alta is the only thing pulling the border. So. This looks like a lot of fun. We're just coming up with new ways to use these drones. That seems like a lot of fun, and it's not hurting anybody. Let's continue down this path, ladies and gentlemen. I can't wait to see what else they come up with to use these drones. So it seems like right now it's like a lot of fun. You can race with them. I'm really interested in the racing aspect because I really want to get into that. Just really want to see to see if I have the skills to drive the the yeah the, the operate one of these the they go super fast though it's like like hundreds of miles an hour it's crazy and you wear like a VR helmet so you can see and it's a bit disorienting a little bit but it just looks like a lot of fun go into these racing circuits and see if you have what it takes to be number one I really want to try this out but this look good it looks super dope if you have 17 G's to to blow on this. Go for it. But right now, I don't. But let me know what you guys think about this. I I think it looks awesome. And we're going to cut it from there, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. Like this episode. Subscribe to the podcast so you can know when more episodes drop every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Follow on SoundCloud. Subscribe and follow on iTunes. And do the same thing on YouTube, please. I'm all over those platforms go do that asap there's going to be a website coming up soon it's going to be coming up just hang in there guys i'm still working on that so there's going to be a website so you can guys go check it out and go listen to it on the website follow the podcast on social media type in tsg podcast all the links in the description box down below and follow me on social media twitter and instagram Twitter is James underscore green W and Instagram is let's get green 92. Follow me on there. All these links are going to be in the description box down below. Hope you guys have a lovely weekend until then stay geeked. <laughs>